Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bitches, Witches, and Queers, a podcast dedicated to those who have left religion behind and are now seeking to rebuild their lives through self-exploration, play, and spirituality. I, your host, Christina Carlson, am an embodiment and intuition coach. I work with bitches, witches, and queers to discover their own worth and value and learn how to trust themselves to create the lives they want. I'm an experimenter by nature, so this podcast, like my life, is an offering in flux. What you find here will be diverse and, hopefully, interesting. One thing you can know for sure is that we will get good and curious here. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Um, I just wanted to give a little bit of an introduction. Um, You already know our guest today, Remy. Um, But I wanted to do a little bit of an introduction because... um, I'm going to be doing a little something different. Last time I interviewed them, we just had a conversation about their work um, and their spiritual spirituality, spiritual journey, um, and their life, and that was fantastic. And we had so much fun talking that we decided to do a casual episode over um, tea one evening. Um, so we had so much fun. I love talking to them. Um, they're fantastic. I hope you enjoy this conversation. We plan on doing it again, um, but here we are. Hope you enjoy. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Welcome to this very casual chat. Yay. I'm excited. I've got my cuppa. I'm all over it. I'm glad we got the time not figured out. That's so funny. Um, So funny. I, you know, it has been two solid weeks now of me confusing Australian time. I mean, it's been two weeks since we switched from daylight savings. So daylight oh. savings is finished here. So I reckon that's, that's it. Cause of all the pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I swear I have, like, I've used Google every time and <laughs> It's the first time I check it, it's one thing. And the second time I check it, it's another thing. And I don't know why. Like, what am, what I, am I doing wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I had it in my, but the thing is, I had it in my calendar for half an hour from now. But in my mind, I thought it was at this time. So I was like ready. And then when I checked my calendar, I was like, oh, it's not for half an hour. <laughs> but it was now. But it is. I don't know. Somehow we both accidentally got the time right. So yeah, against all odds. Yeah, against all odds. Here we are. So tell me, tell me what's new in your life. You moved. I did. I moved house, um, and I'm feeling really settled into the space. I'm living with a housemate for the first time in nine years, which is wild, and I'm actually loving it. Like. <laughs> thought it would be this huge adjustment but it's actually been really good that's amazing which is surprising (laughs) you weren't expecting it (laughs) I wasn't I thought that you know I'm a quite a um introverted solitary person like I've lived alone or with a partner you know for a really long time so I thought it would be really weird moving in with someone who I don't actually know um but it's going really well so far, which is really nice. Good. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like the best possible outcome. (laughs) I love it when that happens. Yeah. 
but that's pretty much me. And so I've been here for almost a month. Um, and because, you know, I pushed my body to the edges, then I got sick. And so I'm kind of like coming out of this cocoon. Um, but it's so funny. I was reflecting yesterday that I feel like I'm in this really transitional space again and things are shifting again and I I was like I feel like the time period between feeling settled is just getting shorter and shorter just in a constant state of shifting and I'm like I'd like a little break to be honest (laughs) didn't I just do this yeah right so that's where I'm at right now do you have the pattern app by chance Mm, I think I might okay so it's like, it's like an astrology app. Um, and it's, it's my favorite one. It doesn't tell you like why things, it just tells you what things. So like, it tells you what's coming up for you in cycles. It doesn't tell you like the planets that are creating that energy, but it tells you like what's happening. So I was under the impression that most people's looked like mine and I have like four current cycles and like seven upcoming. And I had my sister download the app and she had like one present and two arriving. And I was like, why is yours so chill and mine so crazy? (laughs) And hearing you say like the time between transitions is getting smaller and smaller. I'm just thinking you probably have a lot of cycles on yours like me. Probably. Um, I don't know if you just saw, like, I mean, people won't see it on the podcast, but the dogs literally just busted through the door that I had closed. (laughs) Um, I love that though. I actually, um, I have, it seems that I do have the app. It's like re-downloading and I'm so curious to see what it's telling me is happening. (laughs) Right. I, you know, what's funny is like, I find that even when I don't look at it, I go back and I'll like time travel. I'll like look back and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like it was definitely still what was happening, whether I was aware of it or not. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like so much energy swirling around me lately, especially in the past month. There's just been so much, nothing landed but just like the intensity of what is swirling around me is like getting greater and greater. There's a tornado. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling? Like, how are you coping with that? Cause it's hard when you're in the tornado. Yeah. Honestly, like, um, better than I thought. I, I feel like I have like, um, a decent amount of support which is great. Um, and I'm also kind of like in the process of calling in more support, um, and bringing in community in the form of like programs and people like around me. So I'm kind of in the process of seeing, um, what comes of that and like trusting that process, which is challenging for me, but it's had me like, it's had me in kind of a cool space where, Um, just like surrendering to like the space that I'm in and the not knowing and um, just allowing myself to be in that without like forcing or rushing, but rather allowing. And it's, I love to jump to the deciding, like (laughs) the knowing and like the action, you know, 
And so it's, it's, it's challenging for sure. But I feel like I have, I have a lot more tools now than I have in the past to like bring myself back to center, mainly, mainly dancing, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I think that like that trusting in the process and not trying to skip to the end and control like the outcome, I just feel like is an eternal lesson for me as well in this lifetime. Like, uh. we just, we just want to know, don't we? Right. But I feel like we think it's going to like, it's going to make it better if we know, but I yeah. don't think it would. That's the thing is like, we have this idea that if we can control it, like if we know what's going to happen, it'll be better because we can prepare or we can plan. Um, but that really doesn't mitigate it because like what we're trying to avoid is a feeling and that's going to happen yeah. no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> You're so right. You just hit the nail on the head because it is about avoiding feelings. It's not really about the outcome because we just roll with whatever outcomes happen, right? It's actually the feelings. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Having a moment. (laughs) We we do everything to avoid feeling. I'm saying we, you know, I'm talking about myself. Um, It's like a, it's for sure a practice of my life and will continue to be a greater and greater practice. I'm sure of allowing myself to be in an uncomfortable space in order to get what's on the other side of that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel like when I restarted going to therapy last year, I was like, nah, I'm really in tune with my emotions. Like I'm really good at feeling my feelings. All good. And then within like one session, I was like, oh, 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 I've been intellectualizing. I see. I see. I'm not actually feeling my feelings. Like I'm, I'm great at talking. My feelings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm great at talking about feelings. <laughs> yeah. But not when I'm in them and not if they're super uncomfortable, like I'm skirting the edges. <laughs> so I feel you really hard. Yeah, my uh my daughter is four and um she has this thing where it's it's from a show called Daniel Tiger, which is based off another show called Mr. Rogers. But it's like there's this song because they teach you like kids little songs to like help you cope with different things, mostly big yeah. feelings. And one of them is if you when you feel so mad that you wanna roar, take a deep breath and count to four and she you're welcome everyone um yeah she always asks me to say it um but she usually screams say when you (laughs) feel so mad (laughs) and it's so funny because like most of the time in my own frustration I'm just like no you said (laughs) I'm just like, but I don't want to feel the frustration. I'm feeling a you feeling frustrated, but we need to feel this together. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. I love that so much though. I think I need to to use that. It's useful. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know about you, but 
like anger, frustration, like those feelings, those are the feelings that are like the most scary to feel because I've realized how much is tied into like that concept of being a good girl. Like, I don't know if you relate to that, but like, yeah, that whole idea of like nice people, nice girls don't do X, Y, Z. Um, And realizing how that's all so tied in for me into like not wanting to feel frustrated, not wanting to feel angry. It's pretty fucking wild. Like, and I'm like, cool, cool, cool. So how do I, how do I untangle that guys? (laughs) Yeah. They really fucked it up for us. Like it's, it's a a big mess. I agree. It's, it's so interesting because like on top of the experience of the emotion, which like, mm. if, if we're sad, I feel like that's a little bit of an easier, like one to be in because we, it's hard to feel sad. We don't want to feel sad, but in some scenarios it's acceptable too. So, yeah. so we have like the space to like allow ourselves. We don't have like the, if something really bad happened, if we feel sad about it, it's a little bit easier, but if we yeah. feel angry, there's like, not only like, I don't, I don't want to feel that because it's a shitty feeling, but it's also this, like other people will see me as dangerous or not okay or unsafe or Mm -hmm. annoying or too much. If I'm in this expressing this emotion. So there's just like a lot more stories. I feel like. Absolutely. Fucking nail on the head. So many layers. So so much work. (laughs) I just want to vibe. Christina, I just want to vibe. I just want to vibe. What does your mug say? It says hot stuff. Hot stuff. <laughs> nice. I thought it said vibe. No, it. but hot stuff is a vibe. It is. It's totally a vibe. <laughs> it's like, I just want to vibe with my hot stuff mug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just not, not do the work. <laughs> that, you know, what's funny is like, I think that's why like the, the concept of like good vibes only caught on so hard is everyone's just like, yes, I want to fucking believe that's true. Yeah. <laughs> because how easy would that be? <laughs> oh, but then we get into like the whole, okay, well, if we don't experience bad vibes or shitty vibes, like, do we really appreciate And can we, can things truly be like good vibes? Because if you've got nothing to balance it out with, right, then what makes it good? It's It's like you get into that whole thing. (laughs) It's just, it's like, it's so unsustainable. Like every, it's it's like you, here, you just eat cake. It's like you fucked up a really good thing because if you just like have only that one thing, it's not like a balance of, it's like constantly being high it's it's not like yeah it's not great <laughs> and it's not sustainable either no it's too much on your how we're built. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah like we're supposed to feel the full spectrum of emotions even though sometimes that really fucking sucks um but that's that's kind of what's meant to happen that's why we have them they're there to be felt yeah I think like that that movement like I don't under, I mean, I didn't really like study it or anything, but I just know like there's a lot of like influencers and people out there who are just like only good vibes. Like I'm not yeah going to mess with anything else. And I'm just like, how does that feel in your body to like not be allowing shit to move? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it goes back to like, it's like, well, you're just spiritually bypassing yourself really because if you've told yourself you can only feel good vibes, you can only be high vibe all the time, you know, you're a human having a human experience. There's times where you're not going to feel that way. So what, you're just pushing it down and ignoring it? Like that's not good for any of us. (laughs) It's going to come out eventually. It's probably going to be real explosive too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Repression doesn't work. We know this. <laughs> no, as much as we try, <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's so like, to be incredibly crude, it's like never taking a shit. Like, yes, you just, you assume that you can just keep taking in and taking in and taking it and never letting anything move through you. Like, yeah. And then you're just emotionally constipated. Yes. Right? But you think that you're, like, so healthy (laughs) and, like, clean or something. No, you have a bunch of rotting kale inside of you. There's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that's killed me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) moving on (laughs) moving on from that didn't mean to take us there (laughs) what um what has been uh I don't know striking your curiosity what have you been like uh interested in these days Ooh, that's a good um question I think I'm really um there's like a few lines of thought here. So I've started working with a coach for myself, which is the best, right? Like so good. And one of my goals that I set is to live an intuitively led life, Mm -hmm. which sounds lush, delicious. And then as I've been reflecting on it more and more, I'm like, am I using the idea of being intuitive as an excuse to avoid doing the things that I actually need to do. Calling myself out so hard because I'm like, oh no, like I'm just following my intuition. Like I don't, I'm not vibing, you know, doing this thing today. So I'm just going to like follow my intuition and do this thing instead. And so, I, and then I'm like, hold on, there's a pattern happening here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you like relate to that at all? It's something I've really been thinking about these past few days is like, Am I, in some instances, using that as an excuse? And I know for sure I am. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that you brought that up because our minds are like fucking brilliant, you know? And (laughs) especially our like ego slash persona slash whatever you want to call that. um, Yeah. Inner mean human, like the, there's a lot of different names for this person that lives inside of us and tries to keep things the same. Um, and it, it comes up, it sounds exactly like us and it comes up with all kinds of sneaky ways of saying like, no, this is fine. Like this is this, because you can see it this way and like keeps us in the same place. So for sure. Okay. So I like came out of like a high control group, like the religion I was raised in and was in for a long time after was like, um, I was in a cult for a hot minute. Um, off a branch of how I was raised. So I wasn't raised in a cult, but I went into one that was very similar to how I was raised. So I like, I went through this phase of like, after being in such containment of doing like nothing, I just, I mean, I like 
you know, got a job and showed up on time. Like I did the basics, but like, I really wasn't, um, wasn't caring for myself in Mm -hmm. a loving way. Um, and I, I honestly, I think that I needed to do that for a while just to like buck up against and swing the opposite way and do whatever the fuck I wanted. And like have this like space of just like my rebellious teenage self that never (laughs) had the chance. Yeah. But then after a while, I was, I found that I was holding on to that same piece as like, but I need my freedom. And there was a part of my soul that was just like, maybe you need to fucking go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, like maybe you just need to go to sleep. Maybe you need to rest. Like, and it took me a while. Like I had to confront that that maybe it was time for my like inner mother to actually come online and say, these, these parameters are not dangerous. They are supportive because I had, I had viewed like that authority because it had caused me so much harm in relation to that harm. So I had to like, kind of like shift that. And I mean, it's like, it's an internal boundary, right? Like it's setting a, it's internal sovereignty, like choosing what I want for my own life and saying no to parts of me in order to say yes to a greater part of me. Um, but that for sure, my mind plays those excuses where it's like, no, this is great still because that, 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 that. And the funny thing is, is like more, the more you notice it, the more you're just like, I see you like, (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I see yeah. you dancing these like circles and like trying to keep me here. And like, you know, sometimes you listen and sometimes you don't. And yeah, I think it's, so, there's also those big moments when you're just like, oh, like I actually am making a huge change here. But I think for a while before that happens, we have that like slowly creeping awareness of like something that's speaking to us. And it's like, but this isn't quite the best thing for you. Yeah you know yeah I feel that it's like that's swinging so hard from like one side to the other and I feel that I've done that in a different way so like I was in such a structured life you know and like I was so busy all of the time and I was doing a lot of stuff that I didn't like want to do like I knew I didn't want to do it and so I was doing all of that and now that I'm like working for myself and like like there's so much more room and I've really just swung to like the total opposite side of it and I'm like I know that I need to find a balance somewhere in here (laughs) but it has not come yet so that's actually been really helpful so thank you for that yeah it's it's interesting like I love that you mentioned that like I'm following my intuition as like the reason for like not putting a structure because it's, that is like, that is like a framework, like obviously following your intuition is important, but it's like, it's a method that your mind understands and trusts. And so your brain is like, if we put this in this category, we'll stay here. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And it's like, it's a beautiful, like intuition is a beautiful supportive thing. And I just think it's brilliant that your mind is like, but it could be like this. And it's just like, figuring out a way to like yeah and I think that's that's part of it as well as like 
does, if I'm following my intuition, as you say, that's just a different type of structure. So is it, is the, is my brain being like, you need to kind of like do some other shit? Me trying to discern if that is like my ego or if that truly is my intuition, trying to provide like a different type of structure. Like there's a lot going on <laughs> right now. And this is what I mean about like those shifts that I'm feeling is kind of like that, that battle that's happening with myself of like, I know something needs to be like tweaked here, but I'm not quite sure what. So I'm just trying to play with all these like different elements and see what sticks, which is fun you know, yeah. in itself. Um, yeah. and it, yeah. I mean, you said you hired a coach, like it's really helpful to have someone listen to you and then mirror back. Cause that's, yeah. I feel like that's hugely like when those, I don't know, moments of clarity come is when you have someone else look at you and go, here's what I'm seeing. And you're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Having it reflected back to you, you're like, Oh, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I saw that going differently. (laughs) I thought it made perfect sense. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I had this, uh, funny thing. It was like two years ago, three years ago now. I, um, it was like at the end of this like swing for me of doing whatever I wanted. And I decided to eat ice cream every day for a month. Because wow. I because I love ice cream. I mean, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, How did that go? <laughs> great question. <laughs> Excellent question. Um, I was, I really had fun with it. Um, I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, and I got sicker and sicker and sicker. And then I, I went to the doctor and she's like, uh, so has there been any changes in your diet? And I was like, well, I'm eating ice cream every day. And she's like, you're lactose intolerant. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh no. And I was just like, it felt like that moment of like my, my like body was just like my mom. And (laughs) she was like, babe, (laughs) too much of a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had to like take a, like a really strong antacid for like a week to calm my stomach down. And then she's like, okay, you can still have dairy every once in a while, but just like take a lactate and not every day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) It's just so funny because it's like one of those things where it's like, I needed to know, you know, like Mm-hmm. I didn't need to know that I was lactose intolerant. Like I really wasn't eating that much dairy outside of this. I don't even love dairy. It's just like, I, I needed to know that like I had a limit and that my body would let mm. me know and that I could respond appropriately and care for her, you know? Yeah. It was like that that made the difference. Yeah. I love that though. <laughs> like that, just that trust right like it's just another way to like deeply trust in yourself and in your body and that yeah your body knows it knows yeah yeah it's so interesting the I um in human design I'm a three five and I don't know if you know human design but the I mean I know mine this is like the classic thing I've learned like what mine I've learned mine. <laughs> tell, tell me what yours is I'm a two four okay 
I know what which I'm like two are, I think, because four is a connector, really great at connecting people. Um, and two is like the hermit, right? Like you like time alone and space by yourself so. to process. I don't know. I've got an app for it because <laughs> like there's an app for everything, right? Is it Jenna Zoe's app? I think so. My, My human design. Yeah. <laughs> I have I all it. these apps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Now I need to go and look because I'm like so curious. Anyway, let's please keep talking. You're a three, five. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. Three is just like the um, experimenter. So I mm. learned, I learned by doing, I've never listened to instructions in my life. I just yeah. don't. I just have to start trying something because I can read in listen to instructions all day but unless I'm like applying it or doing it or using it I won't remember it at all yeah just doesn't I never listen to like when we do like game nights and stuff I'm always just like just gonna jump in if someone's reading I can't pay attention it just doesn't stick I just like start doing it and figuring it out so that's like I mean, part of why I ate ice cream every day for a month. You could have told me that would have done the same thing and I probably still would have done it. I just needed to know myself. Yeah, I actually really relate to that though, like in so many ways. Like I am much the same. Like I, you, yeah, you can tell me something, but I need to experience it for myself. Like you can tell me that person is bad news. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just like probably, but like, let's see. But maybe, like, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe not. You never know. Um, <laughs> and the same with games. I'm like, let's just play it and just explain to me as we're playing. Like, I just need to do the thing. Yeah. No time for all that talk. Yeah. Ahead of time. <laughs> what yeah. is your type? Are you a manifesting generator? I am not. I am a projector. <gasps> me too. <laughs> Yay. I feel like I always, it's so funny. I feel like so many people in my life are projectors. Like we all just kind of gravitate to each other without even realizing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, we're just going to chill together. I mean, my entire family, my partner and my kid are projectors. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Just a lot of rest needed. A lot of rest. Take some naps. Yes. And just be chill. (laughs) Move slowly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah I've looked up my thing two four says the easy breezy genius which I mean I will take easy breezy genius I love it this two is about being natural like things just being easy for you um which I can relate to like when when I'm like in flow with things it is just super easy like it just kind of happens. And I'm like, I didn't feel like I really did anything. And like, that's when I know that I'm like doing exactly what I need to be doing. Amazing. And I'm not in that space right now. And I'm like, how do I get to it? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get back there. (laughs) Trying to get back there. You know how it is. (laughs) (laughs) You're connected. Oh, no, you go. I was just going to say your connector for is trying to connect you to people to get you back there. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I just love, I just love things like this so much, you know, like human design or astrology for like, I don't know, just helping make sense of things a little bit more. I don't know if you feel that like you take what you 
need and leave the rest because some of it's like, nah, like no. Um, but I just find it so useful and so insightful in terms of like picking up on those patterns as well that I know are there. And then when I see them like laid out in front of me, I'm like, oh yeah, I do. I do do that. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's so fascinating. I love, I love that you say that and that you feel that because it's taken me a while to get to that place where I like that kind of thing too, because like from where I came from, it was the tools that we were given were not take what you need and we're not take what resonates with you. It was yeah. forceful and like deal with it and terrifying. It was not like this. It was not always supportive and it was not always like resonant and safe. Yeah. It was, it's really dangerous. So like it took me like a couple of years after and like space where I was like, Oh, these are like tools and like, I can trust my own sovereignty and safety to see in them what I need mm-hmm. to. And now I fucking love them all. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I, I realize I'm good at seeing, I'm good at seeing other people. I'm good at seeing patterns. I'm good at seeing like systems. And mm-hmm. I think like, I don't know. I want to know it all. I, I heard someone talking about Akashic records recently and oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck even? And can I get one? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. I don't understand. I don't understand that one at all. Um, but I'm just so curious. And like, I love, I love the human element of making sense of things. And mm-hmm. like that, that human need to create and make story and also the mixture with like the divine element of life and all of the things that are at work around in and through us through life and whatever you call that and however that is it's just like this network of things that we tap into and like move in and out of and are in touch with or not and like it's all fascinating to me and it just feels like so safe and fun to explore and like expand into you know it's it's not scary it's like it's very resonant yeah absolutely well I love that I think it's such a human innate desire as well right to try and make sense of things and have that sense of clarity and you know, it's why we tell stories. It's why these things and systems and all exist, you know, because we're all just trying to make sense of it. Um, but having that freedom to just explore and be curious and playful about how we do that and, and what we learn and what we choose to keep and what we put down, you know, is really freeing um, and feels really good. Yeah, there's, there's that self-trust piece that needs to be there in order for you to feel safe to pick things up and put things down, you know? Yeah. Like the, the trust in your own process and your own wisdom to know what is for you and what isn't. So you're not always worried that you're missing something, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Cause like a lot of people that I work with and because of like my own past stuff that I've worked through is like this getting to this space of 
I say worked through. I have not arrived. Um, <laughs> working to this place of growing that self-trust in order to be able to use a host of tools and to move in like a whole bunch of different directions. And it's like, it's so fundamental to, to play. Like, I love that you yeah. said play. Like it's, that's like what kids do all the time is just like pick something up and play with it. And then they put it down if they don't want to play with it. Like it's really simple, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt unless someone else comes in and says, you can't do that. And then they're like, Oh, was I supposed yeah. to, not? you know what I mean? Like they just mm-hmm. intuitively do shit. Yeah. And they don't like, I think as adults, right. We overcomplicate that. And we think, if I choose this toy, this system, this belief, I have to fully be invested in all of it and I can never put it down again. This is the one that I get to choose. That's it. I found one the toy one. for life. <laughs> one toy for life. <laughs> it's the monogamy of beliefs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is what we do, right? Why are we applying monogamy to everything in our life? Oh my God. Oh my God. What a great question. Wow. Why? Why? Ownership, hierarchy. Yeah. This needing, this needing to be inhuman. So what's interesting about this is I've noticed like that same concept of like you pick up a belief and then you're like, you feel like you described it perfectly. You're like, this is the one toy I have to play with for life forever. And I have to accept all of it. indefinitely. Mm-hmm. that is, that is how, um, most religions are taught is mm-hmm. you have to believe and accept the entire thing, the whole thing in its entirety. You can't pick parts of it. That's, that's kind of how it's taught or you're not dedicated or you're not safe mm-hmm. or you're not part of this community or you are not part of this group. You can't reap the benefits, whatever it is. So, yeah it's unsurprising that like we apply that to relationships and it's like, but I'm your best friend for life. Like you can only have one best friend or like one partner, like all of this, like in human, because like we were meant to evolve, right? Like how we fucking got here. We, we change and we adapt and that's the natural process. Somewhere along the line, we got real freaked out by it and decided to try and control it and keep it the same. Yeah. And I think we try, we get sucked back into that because it feels safe and we can say, no, but I'm being dedicated. Quote unquote, no, I'm following my intuition. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm being dedicated. I'm loyal. I am. I'm holding up these values. It's like, at what cost? Yeah. And also are those values actually yours? Mm. Are they actually what you subscribe to and like truly believe and what you actually value in this world? Because stuff like loyalty, yeah, gets thrown around as like such a, it's like an honorable value to have and to embody. Right. Mm. But is it actually the most important to you because it might not be and that's okay like there's no such thing like there's no I don't think there's a moral um value on values (laughs) if that makes sense right 
Yeah. Um, and if, if you're just accepting someone else's value, how, how, like, what is the energy of that? You know, like, what mm-hmm. is that putting back into your relationships and into your space and into how you show up at work and in life and what you're doing with your time, yeah. you know, and more importantly, what does that do to your self-trust? Yeah. Because you're telling yourself that you can't trust what you ultimately will feel deep down in some way that you may have buried, right, because of all of the things that we've been told that kind of come in and cover it up, you know, but, like, you're just burying it deeper and deeper so it's harder to access and harder to, like, break through um, all of the layers of shit, right? Yeah. It's like, Dang. it's like building a brick wall. Mm. I re- you know, it's funny. I like, even within that system, I remember thinking of, of like, um, we had, we were under a pastor who was, um, essentially operating like a cult leader. Like we weren't allowed to talk about things without him there. Like it was just like a bunch of really mm. weird shit happening. And I remember like having a discussion with a friend and I was like, like, why is he digging his heels in? Like, why is he staying here? And I remember thinking, like, I had, like, this vision or dream or something where I was, like, he was building a wall, like, brick by brick. Like, every time he did something wrong and he justified Mm -hmm. it, he, like, put a brick and he said, no, like, I'm staying here. Every time he caused more harm and, like, said it's because he's dedicated it was like another mm. brick in the wall. So it was like this giant wall he had built, all this stuff he'd sacrificed to maintain this belief that it was like, it was mm. too fucking much for him to like look at it. And yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Like, of course you wouldn't change your mind. Like you've given up so much. You've lost relationships over this. Like it yeah. would cost you a lot to change your mind at this point you know? Yeah. And I feel like this goes perfectly back to like the start of our conversation about emotions that we don't want to feel, right? Because you're building this wall because in order to stop believing in the thing that you've held onto for so long or so hard and like you're trying to put all your trust and belief into this thing, if you decide that that thing, you want to put it down because it's not for you anymore, the emotions you're going to feel probably aren't going to feel great. (laughs) And we don't want to feel that. And also they're probably emotions like frustration, sadness, anger, which as you were saying, it's not just that they make us feel shit and we don't like feeling them. It's all what other people think about us feeling those emotions. So it just adds that other layer of complexity to this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like, I think that's why, like, that's why, like, so many of us who, like, who find a way to evolve and change our beliefs and, like, make different choices in life do so when we have supportive people. Because, because, like, feeling that with the support of someone else who sees you and can honor your experience is a completely fucking different thing than feeling that alone. Yeah. And no one can fucking carry it for you. Sure. You're going to be the only one feeling it 
for damn sure. And having someone as like a witness to you and affirming you is, is so it's a game changer. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. It's why like, yeah, when you're coming out of like active addiction, it's like community and other sober people, you know, are so important when you're stepping like out of diet culture, like finding people who are body positive and like fat liberationists, like so important. Like it's finding those people who have also had the courage to like drop that belief that they've held on to for so long or that action or behavior and um, feel the feelings, you know, so that you know that you're not so alone in it because that's the basic human thing that we all desire, right, is to not feel alone. Yeah. And that's like, um, I know Brene, Bra- Brene Brown talks about that, like a uh, safety, dignity and belonging, right? Like if, if it's for you, it's belonging, which for me, it always has been. If you yeah. can bring around you a new sense of belonging, your mm-hmm. uh, sober community, your HAES community, like your, your community that's going to affirm the new belief that you are bringing in, yeah. that, that change feels so much safer because you have the belonging piece in existence already. You're not just like jumping into nothing. You have like a space where you can be held in who you are becoming. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, I'm probably gonna uh, cut us off there for today. Oh, it was quick. So lovely chatting with you. It was so nice talking with you. I love it. You're the best. Same. Thank you all for joining me today. If you are wanting one-on-one support to help you step into trusting yourself, seeing your own magic, and building the life that you want, you can contact me on my website. The website is below in the show notes. I hope you all have a bitchin' day.